That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Try to cheers shot glasses. All right. They don't have the same ring as a wine they glass. They don't. But cheers. Grab your wine glass real quick. Okay. Here you go. Cheers. <gasps> it's my glass. Uh, okay. Take your crystal. shot. Crystal. Crystal. Shot. 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 Shots. LMFAO. Oh. Oh. Tequila. Are you gonna take your shot or what? Don't be a bitch. Wow. Not even a minute in. I can't. You. You go. You go. What a great car that was. No, Hugo. No, you go. Hugo. Hugo. <laughs> All right. Wonderful. Wow. Now that we started off on the most awkward foot possible. That was that was a rough one. Sorry. 20, episode 24 and we finally fucked an intro up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. We're going to roll with it. I don't give a shit. This is us. This is us. Meet the Fishers. Um, so we just did a shot of tequila. Mm, that's our, how we get down. Our favorite tequila. I, okay. And like last night we went out to dinner. Yeah. And the girl was like giving us our drinks and he, Josh was like, guess which one is which. And she was about to hand me the bourbon and him the wine. And she's like, it's 2021. Got to switch it up. <laughs> I was I down who, with it. I know who wears the pants. Hey, That's what she said. It's all right. I mean, if you were to order a stiff drink like bourbon on the rocks, power to you, girl. Well, and when I tell Nothing like wrong with that. people at restaurants too, like I'd rather have tequila if there's nothing else on the menu. And they're like, they look at me funny. I, I guess because like everyone is supposed to... Um, you know, there's do shots of tequila and just like it's the ugh. Yeah. But I don't know. I really love the smooth smoothness. Smoothness. Smoothness of that one. That was my first drink, by the way. So no, I mean, so yes, we always begin the podcast with a cheers, and I was like, Krista, like people gonna think we're like alcoholics, like on this, like, but. I love my spirits. We literally, we literally save our drinking for like Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And we don't drink to get effed up. Well, this weekend it was, or this week and weekend, it was a little off for me because I've had a lot of meetings that dinner and drinks, like... Social gatherings. Yes, every night. And I'm just like, well, there it goes. It's fine. But we honestly just, it's a way Moderation. to unwind... And we actually enjoy the taste. And I like when it comes to like the bourbons, I enjoy the craft behind it, like tasting the different, you know, notes of it. Yes. And and like maybe one's a ten year aged or like a rye or something just different, smoked in some kind of way. And mm -hmm. you know, it, it's somebody's craft. That's what I love about it. You know those like cages that they like smoke mm -hmm. the drink in? I always think of like, I'm in a glass cage of emotion. emotion. <laughs> from Anchorman every single time I see one and you're never going to get that. You have your wooden block yeah. that we smoke. You turn Same. the I'm glass. not that bougie. I mean, I don't need the whole birdcage thing. Like, I know. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe one day. It's mainly what I do with the glass upside down and the block of wood. It's the same idea. It's just not as dramatic as when you're at a bar and you like get one of those drinks and people are all like, what well, the hell is You that? get it for the dramatics. Right? It's like you when know? you were a kid you went to Applebee's and somebody ordered the Sizzler or the fajitas and then they brought out the hot plate. Remember that? And you hear like, 
from the table next to you and everyone was like waiting for the guy to take the lid off and they're all like, what did he order? Ooh. It's like, it's the dramatic. That's all it is. It's for Just the presentation. Just alcohol form. Yeah. That's, that's so honest. other than the tequila, I'm drinking a Cabernet Sauvignon, of course, but it's a middle gene from California, a 2020. So it might have a little uh, COVID in it. <laughs> um no, I just, it's very clean and I like these because I feel like I don't get hella drunk from them. And like, again, I love the taste of the wines mm-hmm. and like, take like wine tasting is my favorite, not to like get drunk. Like you mm-hmm. said, I love tasting it. Eventually I do get drunk because you're supposed to spit out the samples. I, that's not classy. <sighs> No. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. So five minutes in and we're just talking about alcohol. Um, but we wanted to really dive into this victim versus victor mentality mm-hmm. because there's been, you know, it's been a rough year. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. So that way they can kind of know where we're coming from. You want to talk about my year? Yeah. You've had oh, one hell of a year. So 2021 was actually worse than 2020. Yes, it was. And I think it started the January, I got told that for the third time that I, oh, second time that I didn't get a certain position. And then come what March and no, February, my dad was in the hospital. And then April, he passed away. And then my birthday was just like blah. And then I got declined again for a position the third time and just recently got declined again for another position. And, you know, we had to cancel a trip that was supposed to be this year too. And it was just... It it, was a a big pile of shit. And, like, I'm not the type... I'm not the negative Nancy that I used to be, but I felt myself going back into that victim mm-hmm. mentality mm-hmm. of like, this is what it is, par for the course, like whatever. And I was getting really, honestly, like I'll talk about grief when I'm ready, but like even Christmas coming up. It's hard. Like the holidays and stuff like that, hella hard. Yeah. And I just... I just sunk into like a victim mentality. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we kind of had to take a step together where I can't fix, I can't fix anything. No. Right? He wants to be a, like, Mr. Mr. Fixer Upper. Yeah. But. When it comes to houses, I can do that all day long. But when it comes to your emotions and your feelings and you. Amen, brother. I cannot. Mm. And what I have learned, and men listen up, is. I also think it's a Virgo thing, but... It could be. It, I honestly think it is. But I just need to be the shoulder to cry on. I just Ooh, need to be... Good. I just need to be the ears to listen, right? I have two ears, one mouth for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to have all the answers. I don't need to have the right things to say at that time. No. I just need to hear her out, feel her pain, or try to understand her pain. Not so much feel it, because I can't. I'm not in her shoes, mm-hmm. right? And so... We had to take a step back and we had to be like, okay, what are you, what are you thankful for? What has gone right? 
and look around you. What what can we be grateful for? And in I our could life? like for the longest time I could not see it. And like I'm coming up on eight months since my dad has passed, and I still don't see it, guys. And like it's, I feel like at some point there has to be a break. And one thing that I have done to get out of the victim mentality and into the victor is you have to realize that, like, let's just say the different positions, okay? You have to realize that it has nothing to do with you and it has everything to do with what they want. And do you ever want to fit someone's mold? No. I hope not like be yourself and never change for literally anyone but you have to realize that like what's happening to you is only the lesson so you can be a victor mm-hmm. of that and the one thing to control is your thoughts and I do the five minute journal gratitude journal I try to do it every day I do it on days when I really need it sure well that makes sense yeah, because I'm like, I don't know what I'm grateful for. And sometimes it's just stepping out of bed. Mm-hmm. Like, or having anything to drink or eat. Or Yeah, I was just going to say, going to the refrigerator, opening up and having it full of food. Yeah. I mean, most people don't have that. I understand that. But I hate that, like, saying, though, is like, oh, other people have it worse. Well, no shit, Sherlock. But what I'm sitting in right now is a big pile of shit. And I need to, like, figure out a way to get out of that. Mm-hmm. And instead of throwing, like, a pity party, you should yeah. throw a praise party. Yep. And, you know, praise the things that you do have in life. And and sometimes it's it's that pulling yourself out of that darkness and into the light and being like, okay, things are happening to me mm-hmm. for a reason, like you said, right? It's a lesson that we all have to learn. It's how, how we endure, how we conquer it. And I don't ever think, honey, that the feelings that you have with mourning the loss of your father and just that emptiness, that the void that's there now will yeah. ever go away. But, Hands down. but what's going to change is your ability to cope with it, mm-hmm. right? And when those feelings start to switch and come on to you, how how can you deflect or how can you absorb mm-hmm. it and be like, I know where my, my emotions are going to start going right now, but yeah. how can I kind of revert and turn that... Yeah. And and it's just going to take practice. I've done that with like work and stuff like that because you can't control when you're going to be triggered in a situation. Correct. But what you can do is just like voice your opinion about things and like set those boundaries. There are plenty of times I've dropped off meetings because the conversation was too much for me. Mm -hmm. Or I turned my video off because it was too much for me. Or I canceled class because emotionally like i stepped into old krista like monday as i look at the patch on the wall and like got really angry and i knew i was like krista needs to take a chill pill instead of teaching and putting that energy into other people i need to look inward of how i can correct kind of change it a little bit and see to me the whole growth process and becoming better a better person better wife better mother 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 madre madre but you know it's baby mama 
it's it's understanding when you start to see that shift in yourself mm-hmm. and not just continuing down that path. It's, you know, now knowing and having the practices that you work on yeah. is like, oh, wow, those emotions are starting to come back. Or I just reacted how I used to react, mm-hmm. not how I should be reacting. And I think like right there, like we're we're all human. We're all imperfect, right? We all sin in some kind of way. I'm very you, imperfect. You know, and, <laughs> and that's what makes us unique. And yeah. that's what about the human species, right? And and. If you don't acknowledge it, if you just kept going down that path, down into that darkness even further, mm-hmm. that's where it's a problem. But the fact that you're able to step into it and be like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah. And know, be, and, and know that I need to work at somehow to get out of it. Well, that's growth. Yes, it's growth. And to get from the victim to the victor, mm-hmm. you have to be hella like self-aware. Self-awareness is key to your growth, but also to overcome some things in your life. Because we're all going to be handed shit cards at some point. Unfortunately, at 32, I was handed a lot of shitty cards. But it's what you do with those cards. Like, you can polish a turd if you really want to. But it's what you do with those. So, like, when I think of victim... I think of like a victim will blame others while a victor will look to himself. Mm -hmm. So that's self-awareness and like bringing that up. Correct. All a victim wants to hear is lies while a victor wants to get the truth. Mm -hmm. A victim feels like they can't succeed while a victor feels like they must succeed. Like when someone tells me that I'm doing terrible at my job... I take it as an opportunity to show them like all of these times that I've been declined positions and I like throw myself a pity party for like a day and then I do a praise party and just show them who is fucking boss. Right. And I think too, the other thing, like you said, is knowing self-worth and being confident in yourself. Oh, hands down. Confidence. That's the next one. Oh, perfect. How did you freaking know? Because that's just me. Okay. We are in each other's brains. What did you finished... say last night? We're, well, what? we finished each other's sandwiches. Yeah, sandwiches. But um, you said that we were like spiritually connected. We are spiritually connected. It's, it's honestly weird. But like a victim focuses on outward pressures while a victor focuses on inward confidence Mm -hmm. so is that where you were going with it absolutely because you know let's let's just use because i I think a lot of the listeners on here all hold a corporate job of some sort or you're employed by somebody and you know sometimes when you're in that position they have ulterior motives they like maybe have an opening but they already know who's going to go in there they already know who's going to be the next one in line because of someone knows somebody or you know they already have motions in place from higher ups yep. but they just have to do that formal opening up a position and do the interview process fortunately what that does is for people who are really confident and they know their job they know that they have the all the qualifications for this position yes. gets their hopes up unfortunately and when you do the interview you know you crush it but that interview is basically just a formality and it doesn't actually end up going anywhere because the cards are already shuffled and they're already placed out, right? Mm-hmm. They know where things are going to lie, but they're just going through what they have to go through. And so having that confidence in yourself, maybe a certain business or a certain position 
isn't the right fit for you, but you can't lose confidence that you are who you are, your qualities, your traits, your yes. qualifications yes. are wrong mm -hmm. or, or not up or subpar. Yes. You have to be confident that, hey, maybe this pair of jeans, aka the company, just doesn't make my butt look good. It's not a fit for me. <laughs> I love that analogy. And I need to go to a different rack in a different cut of jeans and try them on because there's going to be a company out there or a position or a group of people that love me for who I am. They see everything that I have to offer and they're like, why haven't you been shopping at my rack? Because we need somebody like you. Are you speaking to me? I'm just talking here. And if it falls into what you're going through, so be it. But... I hope this helps what, someone else too, because right. I feel like you're talking to me. You know, and and sometimes, you know, we look at a business or a pair of jeans that may have a rip in them, and we go, you know what, I'll fit into that, and I can always sew that hole together and make them work. Well, holy jeans are in, but well, okay. Just hear me out here. Okay. Because they're broken jeans. Yeah. Or they're, you know. Distressed. Distressed. And you have all these grand plans that you're gonna get these pair of jeans and you're gonna bring them back to life. Yep. Sometimes that always doesn't work out either, but if that fails, mm -hmm. you can't, again, lose confidence in yourself and you can't seek exception from the outside. Amen. Right, you 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 have to know your self-worth and that's, that's those hard talks with yourself, like I always say before bed or in the mirror or whatever that you have to do and a lot of people don't look inward. They always want to look outward for other people's exceptions or they want to hear yep. that congratulations. Or they want to hear that, you know, hey, great job, all that kind of stuff. Well, let's be honest. The world sucks and you're never going to get that. No. The only... <laughs> you are the only person to create your own happiness. Absolutely. And like, I think I posted that, like, on my Instagram is, like... You are the creator of your happiness. So why are you like, belitt not belittling yourself, but like making your self-worth based on what other people think? Mm -hmm. I always thought that was like a wild idea. And I saw people that like really wanted to fit in mm -hmm. to a circle. And I'm like, why? If they don't like you. Why? Boo hoo. Like right. move the hell on. Right. Like I, but that's like, that's been me my whole life. Like I tried to fit in different times and it never worked out. And right. And I think it's, it's, it's because, and trust me, I was in this type of mind frame before. It's a lot easier to say, why me? You know, these kind of situations always happen to me. Yep. Just my luck. Like all those kinds of phrases that we all hear mm -hmm. from people that are losing. And they, they don't understand why they're losing. And it could be an outside influence, you know, causing them to lose. But most of the time, it's reflection within themselves. And like what Krista said is, you know, feedback. Taking taking somebody's, hey, maybe you're not strong in this area or you need to work. Okay, don't take that as a negative. No. You know, be like, okay. and And really think hard on it. And don't lie to yourself and be like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I could have handled that situation differently or I could have stepped up and I didn't. I just yep. kind of, you know, took the easy route. But, you know, it, it's it's way easier to say why me, all those kind of things, as mm -hmm. opposed to being like, 
you know what? You're right. I need to work harder. I need to change myself. And I will. And I will, in the end of this, become better. And you know what? I will get a position mm. or I will succeed. My business will take off. I will make blah, blah, blah. And you know who's going to have the last laugh? You, not me. I love that. Can I take that to my feedback session? Sure. Cool. Good. So, like, another thing, too, is a victim uses excuses to quit while a victor finds a way to keep it going. Living into that of you can... I, yes, <laughs> this, year, this year has made me want to quit so many times but now i have a greater purpose and it's to live the way my father would and live for my father and like i could use that like as an excuse for my problems and like have that fucking pity party but it just wastes your energy it mm -hmm. wastes your energy and it's not helpful because this is the only life that you have why are you making excuses to quit you deserve everything and more. It doesn't matter what he, she said. It doesn't matter what cards you were handed. It matters how much further can you push yourself. Well, let's use that example. Oh, gosh. Okay. For people with their health journey. Oh, yes. It is so easy to make excuses of why you ate certain shitty foods, why you missed a workout, why you talked yourself out of attending a class or Excuses whatever. Excuses are... Right? They're bullshit. Yeah. And, you know, we all have the same 24 hours in the day, in my opinion. Now, I get it. Some people have families. They have kids. Their agenda is definitely full. I understand that. But carving out time, instead of sitting on the couch, scrolling through your phone, sitting on the couch, watching TV at the end of a workday, maybe waking up an hour early. It's amazing what you can accomplish with just an hour to an hour and a half in the morning yep. before the rest of the family wakes up or whatever. Sorry, that was my ring. That's okay. <laughs> but, you know, people always want to say, well, I don't have time. I, I can't fit it in. My schedule's full. You know, I have to blah, 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 blah. Like, right? They just laundry list excuses. And you go, what time do you go to bed? What time do you wake up? We all have the same 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe you just sleep a little bit less. But if you start working out and becoming healthier, that, you know, sleep time, it's, it's not going to affect you as much because you're living a healthier lifestyle. Now, granted, that's a whole other health topic of sleep and all that kind of stuff, right? I love my sleep. But I sleep at least eight to nine hours a day. And me, I'm good on six. I, and it's just finding out where your balance is. But yep. you don't know till you try. And you'd be amazed at what you can just do by adding in an extra hour of your day. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like where I want to go with that too is someone with a victor mentality won't waste energy making excuses, but rather strives to find a good way out of a bad situation. I love that. Strives to find a good way out of a bad situation. So with that... I have a question for you, Mr. Josh. Oh, gosh. Here we go. It's really not that hard of a question, but kind of is. Okay. Okay. Hit me. Are you too hard on yourself or not hard enough? Yes and no, to be honest. Deets. Um, 
I'm hard on myself in the way that I expect a lot out of myself. And when I fail myself, I get angry. And my temper, my anger is one of the things that I really struggle with. And then that bleeds over into our relationship. And I lash out or I say things or I give you attitude when you didn't even deserve it and you have no idea what's even going on in my head and you're like what the hell did I do and it you know and then like waking me up saying stop taking the fucking blankets right yeah that that was good yeah that was a good one right I just that's a way to start the morning right there I just laugh it off and like you just keep anyways go ahead. but so yes I (laughs) I am hard on myself yes and then what was the the opposite of that right like not are you, hard enough not hard enough um yeah i feel like as a husband i could definitely step <clears> up <throat> and be be a better husband and i'm always striving to do that and to better understand what true love is and to live more of like a faith-based um relationship with you and more Same. like you know live in more of the eyes of christ mm-hmm um because as we've gone down that journey we've noticed a huge difference in our relationship and i just feel like as a christian i'm trying to be better and that's just one area where you know unfortunately we're on here doing shots and we do curse and like you know i'm not trying to say that i'm a saint or anything but you know that's just one area where no one is no one is exactly and i i feel i truly feel like you know, you can curse, you can have a little drink here and there, but it's who you are as a person. What are your morals? What are your character? How, what do you stand Standards, for? Standards, yeah. You know, how do you love somebody? You know, are you a shitty person? Or are you a good person? Mm-hmm. Really, at the end of the day, it's good versus evil, right? Mm-hmm. And so all good people are going to have a little bit of struggles with them, right? Because yeah. we're constantly fighting demons every everywhere. But um, yeah, so I, I do let myself down a little bit when it comes to that. And also in my fitness, sometimes I, I kind of hit the cruise control button. I'm not going to lie. And I kind of just go to the gym, do one of my basic plain old workouts and check it off the box. Mm-hmm. You know, could I step it up a little bit? For sure. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, at least I'm working out. Yeah. So um, should we turn that question back to you? Yeah. Go ahead. I, hands down, I'm too hard on myself. Yeah. Way too hard on myself. I expect myself to live at this, like, perfection, like, highest, like, I hold a very high standard for myself. Always have, always will. But sometimes it's a little too much because I'm not allowing myself to feel my feels with everything going on. And I'm just hard on myself and I I don't give myself grace whatsoever. Because I'm like, I'm 32, almost 33, and I need to be X, Y, Z. When you don't have to be hard on yourself like that. And I think a lot of women are because we want to be this, like, boss bitch. And, like, I just feel like sometimes you can let go of that. And it has to do with your ego base, like... Mm of what you feel about yourself and that's just your ego talking and what you have to find is what your soul is calling so i am just way too hard on myself my physical health my career my business my coping where don't you think you're hard enough at hard enough Mm -hmm. i'm not sometimes like discipline with getting my workbook done 
and my book done and getting up on time get you know what i like to <laughs> sleep okay don't hate me i did because you ain't me oh god i did read somewhere <laughs> though that people who sleep in yeah have a greater intelligence well duh i could have told you that without those fucking facts oh well, <laughs> i thought that fitted you pretty pretty good i appreciate that you're welcome we met a um dog sitter and she's studying neuroscience and i'm like i started neuropsychology good story yeah good story bro (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh with that being said we appreciate you listening in make sure you like this love it want some more of it subscribe and leave us a review Write us, write me a little love note because Josh doesn't check that shit. No. no, no, no. He's like a doesn't do social media, so no. I live the real world. It's all gravy. It's all gravy, baby. Um, make sure that you post this on social media. Excuse me, and just keep on sharing this with everyone you know. Log on to you know peakdrivenllc.com. And you know where to find me, Krista Fisher on Instagram, peak driven with an extra K. And with that, I'm going to go finish my wine and we're going to party. Party on, Garth. Exactly. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Later. Be relentless.